0: And now an Envision Financial podcast with Luke Smith on Canberra's Two Double C. It's Friday afternoon, just after four thirty, which means it's time to welcome once again Luke Smith from Envision Financial. G'day, Luke. Good to see you, and happy right. New Year to you. Good afternoon, you too. Uh, we should well, we should say Merry Christmas first, and yes, then Happy yeah, New Year, because exactly it's a festive right. season.
1: That's right. Yeah, we'll we'll do the Christmas before the New Year. Yeah. So, but I wonder how
0: many people actually are looking ahead mm-hmm. into the New Year to twenty twenty three to, you know, to set goals, financial goals, that is. Yeah. Maybe make New Year's resolutions, which I regularly do and regularly forget, <laughs> regularly discard by about the 2nd of January. Mm. But when it comes to finance, it's a whole different ballgame.
1: Yeah, look, I think it's it's something that, you know, people should be keeping in the back of their mind. Uh, 2022 has been really, really uh, difficult mm. for a number of reasons. We've seen some economic events occur this year that we haven't seen in, you know, Two, three, four decades, um, and I think we'll continue to see some volatility into 2023. Um, but that that new year gives people the ability for that 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 fresh start, that that line in the sand, where they can try and sort of get the most out of the next calendar year and potentially leave some bad behaviours behind. And whether it's to go to the gym or run more, walk more, be nicer to your kids, whatever your New Year's resolution may be having a couple of financial goals and, and looking at your behaviour can be very beneficial. Do you reckon those disadvantages you talk about in
0: 2022? Do you think that's caused people to have a bit of a rethink and reset of, uh, of how they're, they're travelling, financial work? Yeah,
1: look, I think people's spending habits have come under a fair bit of duress mm. this calendar year with interest rates rising yep. at the rates that they have. Um, and when you talk about different generations, I think one of the, the biggest issues that people need to keep in mind is it's not the interest rate that is going to hurt or has been hurting people this year and into next year. It's the rate of change in the interest rate mm. that we've seen. And that's because we've had a decade of very, very cheap money yep. and people have become accustomed to living a certain that's way. What I,
0: that's what I'm that's what I'm talking yeah. about when I think, OK, we've got pretty lackadaisical and pretty complacent with it, haven't mm.
1: we? yeah look money's very cheap for mm. a, a very long time and you know the rate of change that we've seen in 2022 has been phenomenal and that's really put family budgets and, and mm. family cash flow under duress. So you know if you can go into the next calendar year with a few positive res- new year's resolutions um, and maybe change some behavior that would be great. And I think the first thing people need to do is look at the time frame that they're going to work with and and be realistic. It's, it's not going to help you to say on the 1st of January, I'll save this much money by December. I think that's unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Just like if you were to say, I'm going to go to the gym and lose this much weight by December. It only takes a couple. I, I already know what kind of a liar I am. It's okay. <laughs> and, and look, you're spot on. I think yeah. this is where you need to set goals that are attainable and they're realistic. Mm-hmm. And I think you need to do what suits you not what your friends are doing, not what um, you know other people say you should do. Yeah. You need to have an understanding of where your money's going and where can you make the most of those options um, to try and save a few dollars, but also set a goal that's attainable. And it might be, all right, well, what can I do in three months? and have a three-month goal and then extend that goal for another three months so you can actually combine short or medium term goals with longer term yeah and, and i think that's that's where you know if you start doing little things consistently they become normal and then short term becomes medium term and one thing that i do stress to people regularly is that do a little something a little sooner You know, we spoke about it in a show a couple of weeks ago Mm. that the benefit of compounding is very, very powerful. Mm. And if you can set up good behaviours and and use automation where possible so you don't have to think about it, I think that's another Mm. very strong positive for most people because you generally do have a phone in your possession a lot of the time so you can check on things and we've touched on other shows um you know some Mm -hmm. some software programs that let you save or let you round up your transactions on bank accounts and and use technology in your favor but i would stress to people be realistic about what you start with don't go flat stick you know don't go everything you've got in the first three months because Mm -hmm. if you took that sort of scenario to the gym and thought oh, i'm going to walk in and start bench pressing 200 kilos you'll either to do yourself some damage mm. you won't be able to do it then you'll become disenfranchised so start small and build up to it and review what your goal is for the next three months every time you tick over one of those short-term milestones and in that
0: review process luke i guess you've got to have uh, what would you call it a fudge factor or a bit of wriggle room just in case
1: you have yeah, to amend. exactly mm. exactly be and that's what i mean by be realistic you're not going to save every dollar that you don't spend on something because the washing machine will blow up the kids will need braces Mm -hmm. someone will need new shoes something will break that's that's part of life and that's why not going too over the top right out of the gates can give you that 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 fudge factor as you said to be able to remain on track and and take advantage of time because time really is your friend and the the sooner you can start compounding your savings the, the the better off you can be and to give you an idea of that value, you know, if you started with a thousand dollars and save four hundred a month, in five years you'd have just over twenty eight thousand mm-hmm. dollars, assuming a five percent rate of return. Over ten years, it's sixty three thousand. Mm-hmm. Then over twenty years, it's a hundred and sixty seven thousand. So that's, that's amazing when you think of it that
0: way. As my as my dear departed old dad used to say. Take care of the pennies and the pounds will take care of
1: themselves. And, and that's a oh, great that's example. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. why, you know, doing something sooner mm. rather than later, even if it's just something little, that benefit of compounding over time accelerates the rate of return mm. over the duration that you do something. So I'd rather somebody does half of what they think they can do, but do it consistently than have everything going. Mm into one area that you pull out of in, in the short term because, you know, those numbers in that example are exponentially better the, the longer you have that consistency in your approach to what you're doing. I think you can get a little bit too
0: hung up on this. I think you've got to give yourself a couple of rewards here and there too. Oh,
1: look, 100%, you know, and I say to people regularly, set a goal for three months. If you attain it, then, then go and celebrate that. Mm. But then reassess and set another three-month goal and then reassess, and if you attain it, go out and buy your shoes, buy your Jordans, buy your Jimmy Choo's, whatever floats your boat, but reward yourself for the effort that you're putting in because it's the commitment that I wanna see and the consistency that will then let you get to the end of year Mm and go, oh, I saved X. Wow, that's fantastic. I did or didn't miss it, or build it up over time. Good behaviors that become habits are wonderful because if you saved, 400 a month in the first quarter, and then made it 450 the next quarter, and then 500 the next quarter. You're building up a positive set of behaviors, and you're compounding the value of what you're doing, but you're sticking to it. And if you reward yourself along the way, Okay, that's great because you've 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 hit your yeah. your benchmarks. You've got to take tax into that too, haven't you? Well yeah. it depends fact, how you, got you do it. But, it, but yeah, yeah, exactly right. Um it might be that you for, for those of us who do pay tax. Yeah, so like exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right. You um you know, you might be that you're set up a new offset account on your mortgage mm. and you're trying to save more money into that. Now in that scenario you won't have any tax, yeah. but if you're saving into somebody's name in your company, in your trust, even adding money to your super fund you know, the, the super fund will remit the tax for you. Regardless of where you choose to do it, make it attainable, make it sustainable, and then make it measurable. Mm. And I think if you can do those three things, you can commit to it and stick to it. Um, but sometimes you don't have to do it by
0: yourself. You can get help, can't you?
1: Yeah, look, and, and and I think that's that's half the battle. Don't Don't go this alone. Even if you just got some help at the start of the year and that set you up for the next six months or the next 12 months, somebody like me doesn't need to be engaged in that process, but mm. we might be able to point you in the right direction of where you could save to maximise the the rate of return that you achieve or to use a structure or an investment that you may not know about. They're all the sorts of things that you get advice with. How you manage your own behaviour is then really down to you and how committed you are to that process. So, you know, I think it's, it's, it's good that you can do that. Mm. And we said in the show last week, you know, do it with the whole family, or do it as a collective, yeah. because if everybody's engaged, then you've got less temptation being waved in front of you, uh, which is which is always
0: positive. Luke, how can people change their behaviour to hit their goals that we talked about in the first? Segment? Yeah, look,
1: I think if we sort of touch on you know before the ad break, people need to look at where their money's going and have an understanding of what their fixed costs are because if you can look and see if there are some saving opportunities there for you know the things you you have to maintain like electricity gas water mortgages car payments insurances that sort of yeah, stuff. They're foreseeable expenses you know they're going to come in yeah exactly so if you can sort of shave some money out of that and be proactive um i think in a way you're taxing yourself if you don't consider those options mm-hmm. because that's just just being lazy so with all the information that's out there at the moment and and all of the options that are available to you look at your fixed costs see if you can save something and then direct anything that you have saved that you've been paying in 2022 into that offset account into that savings facility into that investment i think if you get a good understanding of your broader family expenses or personal expenses, depending on your situation, you can then look to try and pay yourself first and and have that active savings that we touched on in a previous show in place, so that if you do get paid on a Thursday, then on Friday morning set a direct debit up to move a certain amount of money somewhere else immediately, so that you know you're working with whatever's left in your bank account for that month, that mm-hmm. fortnight, that week, depending on how you remunerated. So doing something to actively move the money into another entity or another account. That's an offset account. is Anywhere, anywhere mm. that you can put it that takes it out of your everyday working account because I find if money's slushing around in there, it gets consumed and used and, and soaked up. So if you can actively pay yourself the amount you're going to try and save, work with what's left. You could also try and shop with cash. I know it's old school, and I know there's a, a you know a demographic out there that you know don't use it. Um, so a few places that don't, well, that don't accept cash. Exactly places. right. So this has been very difficult to I do. Found that COVID. out at the
0: bar at Tullamarine the other week. Well, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> no, oh, no, you've got to have a card. Mm.
1: Yeah. So if you can if you can shop with cash, whilst it's it's deemed old school, it's a great way of limiting mm. the discretionary waste that I saw a lot of people benefit from during COVID because they weren't going out. They weren't shopping. They weren't at work. So they weren't having four or five coffees a day and all the other sort of routine-like things that you get sucked into. So if you've got cash and you're more engaged with that transaction, you look in the wallet and go, oh, I've got that much left for the week, you think twice about what you're spending your money on. And that can be a great way to also mm-hmm. find that active saving over the course of a week or a fortnight.
0: Now, you do have in some cases where contracts are involved, and you get paid on a contract you can have all the sorts of terms and conditions in it yep. including salary sacrifices
1: yeah look exactly so it might be a great way to go to your employer and say hey could you take x of my remuneration and put it into my superfund please because as we discussed before the ad break that compounding benefit of just doing a little something over time. Mm. Most people have an extended period where they're going to be gainfully employed so you can actively add to superannuation. Now, that's great for two reasons. One, by salary sacrificing, you're reducing your taxable income. So that's fantastic. Two, you're saving money into a tax-effective structure. And what I mean is if you saved you know, $400 a month into your super fund, you're paying 15% tax putting that money in, As opposed to 34, 39, 49% of tax, depending on Mm. what you earn. But the other benefit of putting it into super in that example, as one option, is that any of the earnings inside the fund are taxed at a maximum of 15% as well. So not only is it good for your tax rate, Mm. but it's also good for the amount of tax you pay on the earnings that your investment generates. So superannuation is a very good, easy set and forget avenue if you don't have other options outside of um, super. Mm. The the alternative there could be to go to your lender and say, give me a second offset account on my home loan and then you actively save in there to build up a cash buffer. Now, you might argue that it's not growing, but if the money's in the offset account and you're paying down a non-deductible home loan, that's getting you in a much better financial position. One, to reduce the debt that you have with the bank, but two, to build up a a source of capital that could be used for other investments in the future as well, Mm. that you could leverage for growth down the track. But as I said a little earlier, it's the behavior, it's the consistency, it's the repetition, it's the automation, they are your friend. Regardless of the number, just do something a little sooner to get a little more going in the right direction in 2023, and then build on that as your as your remuneration levels change. How does it sound if you sort of get a, an interest free loan,
0: and uh, and then from there you can sort of save the difference, you know, as you go as you go through. Yeah, so uh, How, that, uh, you that, know, that, that can work in your in your favour, yeah, can't it?
1: That's exactly right. Mm. So, um, you know, that that credit card scenario is very handy where you may have maxed one out over Christmas and you, you roll it over to an interest-free period and then yeah. actively save into that because, you know, those card rates, if you don't move it, are at 18%, 19 20%. So if you can have a period of time where you say, okay, I'll commit to paying off these these credit card bills over six months and then actively save into a card like that, then you can get yourself in a far more stable position, which is very advantageous when it comes to what else you could do by removing that debt because if you hadn't, getting in front of a credit card can be very difficult where you have limited savings capacity or the ability to pay that debt down very quickly so you know there are lots of ways people can consider doing something positive like but, shopping around too but that uh, yeah exactly after a certain rate exactly mm. right you know get a sharp rate get your bills down um and as we said you know in a previous show if, the, if there's a government incentive and you can take advantage mm. of that like yeah. um you know an interest free loan for the solar yeah. you know the government's offering that at the moment in the act so you know if that suits your you know you you fit the criteria for that and you can get some solar in there at 55 dollars a fortnight over 10 years but re- significantly reduce your power bills That could be another great way of Mm. trying to take advantage of the rising costs that we're seeing in 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 all areas of the market so people just need to commit to being proactive people need to commit to a time frame and as i said earlier make it shorter rather than longer Mm. and then roll it over Um, a bit like a term deposit you take six months you wait for rates to stop going up and then you consider a longer time frame when we see some normality in interest rates and savings a bit like that. Start short and then build up over time. You know, A couple of weeks
0: ago when I did the program with you, we talked about credit cards. Yep. And you know, I was saying that I only have a debit card, as a lot of people yep. do these days. But yep. I guess it's, it's very worthwhile to review your credit card and try and cut something out if you can't save.
1: Well, exactly right. And I think that also dovetails into knowing where your money's going. Because PayWave is like kryptonite mm. to a savings plan because- Boop, 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 boop. At the end of the month, you've got no idea. Go <laughs> you've got no <laughs> idea where you've spent your money. Um, so it's a it's a really good way of, of of looking at the statements. And most credit cards now have very good analysis in relation to, excuse me, the grouping of mm. you know where your money's going, whether it's groceries, shopping, food, petrol. You can you can categorise things very quickly, and that will give you a very good rundown of. Getting an understanding of where your money's going because I find when I ask people, what are the majority of your expenses? I get a shoulder shrug Mm. um, because they actually haven't looked at where their money goes and and when they do do that, they're quite surprised and and sometimes startled by the location of the spend or the volume of of a certain thing that they didn't realise they either bought or did over the course of a, a week, a fortnight or a month. So understanding where your money's going is a, is a very good way of doing it. And As I say, there's lots of ways to automate things. So consider how you're paid. Consider when bills come. And if you can try and get them all out at a certain time, you know when those expenses mm-hmm. are going to be mm-hmm. incurred and you can try and have an element of control over that so that it aligns with a pay period or one fortnight of a month or a week of a month and then the the rest of the month you know is going to be available for savings yeah. because those big ticket bills have been pushed to the side and been knocked over. Now there is one of those buzzwords that comes up every now and again, decluttering.
0: Decluttering. <laughs> when You you might have something there that could be a value, mm. yeah, but look, you never, never use it, so why don't you make use of it? Exactly. Make um, some cash
1: out of you it. You know, as we said the other week, if, if you've got stuff around the house that you're not using, Christmas time and holidays is a great time to... Declutter. Um, mm. Just ask my wife. She's the queen <laughs> of the, you know, skip bin. Um, and I'm quite amazed that I haven't been thrown in there, to be fair. Um, but, yeah, you know, another great way of trying to find some initial seed capital for your savings, um, which is, is really, really good. Mm. Because if you haven't worn it in the last six months, you're probably not going to wear it again. Mm. Um, if it doesn't fit, it's too big, it's too small. Maybe you've had, you know, a year where you've lost a lot of weight or maybe you've put plenty on. I don't know. Um, but I've got a ton of suits in uh, in my cupboard that I can't get on. Um, I just don't have the heart to throw them out.
0: <laughs> You're a hoarder.
1: Well, I'm, I'm living on the dream that I'll lose some weight in 2023 as part of a new year's resolution. So, you know, let's see how that goes. But, and again, look around the house and, and find that seed capital because knowing what you've got is is very important and, and being able to make the most of it is is very useful. Okay, we're just about out of time. In fact, we are out of time, but let's squeeze it a little bit
0: more. Let's just recap on... The past half hour or so.
1: Yep. So have I have a plan. Yep. Have a plan. Have a suitable time frame. Be realistic, um, and and be consistent. Mm. I think if people can do that, that's that's really really good. Um, and for me, really, the the you know the the, the thank yous that I want to sort of throw out for 2022 is obviously the girls in the office. Um, you know, Barb Elka, Iman um, they've they've done a wonderful job of 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 trying to meet the demands of, of 2022 which haven't been easy um to all the podcast listeners around the world big shout out to you know to you and and, and the youtube viewers and, and the questions that we get in there so keep those coming some key people that have sort of contributed to the show and contributed to us you know dave thomas at trilogy funding reese keepers at rsm okay. andrew Snyder at hardwicks and kellen and at artisan law have really been sort of instrumental in our service provision so i think they you know they definitely deserve a big shout out for 2022, and you know we go into 2023 with a positive. Absolutely,
0: and maybe wish you all the best for 2023 and uh, and beyond. And uh, we'll catch up again in the new year. We will see Look, you then, Luke spin from Envision Financial, back uh, next year. See you soon.